0: Do you like being a minister?
1: Do I like being a Now why would you ask a thing like that?
0: Oh, the way you looked just then reminded me of my father. Once I saw him sort of sad like that, and I asked him.
1: And what did he say?
0: Hmm. He said he was glad he was. But it made him sad sometimes. When he just couldn't seem to get through to his congregation.
1: Sounds familiar? I suppose every minister of God faces the same problem. I suppose. Tell me, did your father ever
2: solve the problem? Christian I, I, I,
3: I, I. Cargo Radio Show.
2: I say this calls for action and now, nip it in the
1: bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Did your father ever solve the problem?
0: Well, he read something one day they said helped him. In the Bible? No. Just something he read someplace. He had it put on this chain. He wore it always. It's all I have of his. May I? Hmm.
1: When you look for the bad in mankind, expecting to find it, you surely will. Abraham Lincoln.
0: Anyway, he said it started him thinking. And from then on, he was gonna look for the good in people. That's when we both started searching for the Bible, for the texts. The texts? Yes. You know, my father called them the glad passages. There are 800 happy texts. Did you know that?
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: Yes, well, there are. And you know, my father said, if God took the trouble to tell us 800 times to be glad and rejoice, he must have wanted us to do it.
3: The secrets for twenty twenty <laughs> today on the Christian Carguy Show. And as you listen to that intro, you might have recognized that scene from the movie Pollyanna. Um and, and you may I think always thought that Pollyanna got a bad rap. It was just you know looking for the good and everything, but that that it might be her name. <laughs> but there's a fascinating connection, in my view between that holy, 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 and what Pollyanna was talking about, which there's another movie called Good Will Hunting. And I don't know if you ever thought about it, but that was a pretty clever title because the main character's name was Will, and and Robin Williams was his psychiatrist or whatever, and he was trying to find the good in Will. And so he was Good Will Hunting. And so when we're talking about the secret for 2020 – I'm thinking goodwill hunting, Bill, is, is kind of a neat a neat word, and the, and the Bible really does have quite a bit to say on this subject that I discovered this week or God put me on, and, and I want to share that. But we've had such a wonderful 2019, that 2020. I'm very excited about your stories. So when you think of goodwill hunting, <laughs> in other words, hunting for the good in people, you know, what does that bring to mind? And we would love to hear your story, 866 348 866-34-TRUTH. And the reason why I, I've thought about this for years is we used to have a um, a sales meeting and, and that we would do at least once a month, and it was called the Mutual Admiration Society. <laughs> <laughs> and all this sales meeting was— was simply everybody in the room that was sitting around the room was assigned somebody else's name that was also on the sales team. And it was your job, once you got that person's name, to speak over that person all the things that you saw in that person that made them a great salesperson. And, again, the name of the sales meeting, it was a mutual admiration society. Well, it's it's unbelievably powerful when people begin to speak good things over you that, that they see how you reflect God and God's image, right? Everybody is an image bearer, and in there is something. And so we called that the Mutual Admiration Society. And then one day I was teaching Sunday School Bill, and I was looking for something to do that would be inspirational and, and I came up with the idea of taking a piece of paper and putting it on everybody's back with this sort of red yarn, which my kids gave me a lot of grief over. Like, there's those are teenagers. They'll never do this. But they did, and they each had a little sign that I put on their back. And everybody was given a pen, and I told them the instructions were to take and write on the back of the person that has their sign, you know, how you see God reflected in that person. What is it? You know, in other words, they needed to go goodwill hunting. And so this exercise went on way longer. I mean, it it actually took up the entire Sunday school hour because these kids just embraced this. And they wrote books on each other's backs. It was a great class. Well, I went to a Christmas party years later. And there were several teachers that would share in the... the, And so, you know, we we were all enjoying fellowship. And and somebody said, well, of all the Sunday school lessons, because we had these kids for two years, which one was your favorite? And and several of them said, oh, it was the one, you know, the mutual admiration system. We still have our papers. They still, you know, years later, they still had their (laughs) papers because people don't ever say good things about... I mean, this is the value of encouragement. This is the... The, the value of goodwill hunting, Bill.
2: Yes, it's always good to tell people around you how much you appreciate him and specifically what you see in him that's important and
3: inspiring. So when have you seen, how can you relate to what I'm talking about? And this is very much a car business subject because, believe me, when you go in to see a car salesman, you can be goodwill hunting or you can be crook hunting. And 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 when people used to come into me, and I could tell immediately, they just thought I was a shyster because my name was car salesman. You know that you have this sense, like, oh my goodness. So 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share eight six six three four truth. So Robbie, how did you come upon this this week? Well, you know I am studying, and I'm studying this letter Zadik that we talked about last week, which is sort of the 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 symbol that's on Superman's chest of the righteous one, that is going to make everything right. And, and, and you may know, and maybe I've discussed it last week, that Isaac was the son of the promise, and the second letter in Isaac's name after the Yud is a Zadok. And his name actually ends, like Zadok, with a kuf. And so when you look, and I know you'd have to go to christiancarguy.com to see what I'm talking about if you're not that familiar with the Hebrew letters, but just take my word for it. I'm trying to think of another friend of mine that studies letters. That's all (laughs) right. I just do. And so Isaac was named very specifically. Of course, you're familiar with the laugh story, but what you may not know is that his name is very much in in relating to this idea of the righteous one coming, okay? Because he is the son of the promise. He's Abraham's son. And that letter, which, by the way, ends... Isaac's name is called a kuf, and the value of that letter in Hebrew is one hundred. And the reason it's a hundred is how old was Abraham when he had Isaac? Okay, it's he was a hundred, and and the and the letter is looks like a p, and it has everything to do with potential. And we're going to spend a little bit more time in that in a minute. But what I want to get to is that Isaac loved Esau. You may be familiar with the story, and. and The way King James interpreted that was because he liked the taste of venison. But the Jews have a completely different take on that. And when you look at actually look at the letters and the Hebrew of it, what it actually says is he had the taste of hunt in his mouth. And what their Talmud teaches and whatever is that Isaac was one of those guys that was goodwill hunting that he saw in Esau a, a, a f- tremendous potential to be a Zadik, to be a Superman, to be somebody who would make things right, to see somebody that would reflect the grace of the, and the glory of God. This is what Esau saw. I mean, this is what Isaac saw in Esau. And so he was he was goodwill hunting, Bill. And, and yeah, I know it all didn't work out maybe the way you would think. However, there were generations of Esau that did – have certain things that went well and we don't know you know what little part you've played along the ways but I will tell you one thing that the Jews consider Isaac certainly one of the patriarchs a big big huge deal when they celebrate their feast of ingathering they have the seven shepherds of Israel come in and Isaac's on that list I mean he's a big deal to them and he is the son of the promise and i like the idea that isaac was goodwill hunting and you have a story along those lines too (laughs)
2: well yeah sunday at the prison i had a chance to share a little bit and some of the things that came to my mind were some stories i'd like to share after the break all right
3: so we got stories from prison we got a story from the jesus labor love we got that we got more on goodwill hunting certainly pollyanna And by all means, holy, holy, holy. We haven't even got to that. It's going to be awesome. Stay tuned. So much more coming up.
0: Faster than a speeding bullet.
1: More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the
3: sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. So, yes, we still have that from last week. That was actually, we were hoping that it would play last week. <laughs> it finally did. But it has really, it has everything to do with what we're talking about today, the secret for 2020, which we were talking about last week, that that Superman character is actually the Zadig that we described, that is this person that is trying to make things right. They're looking for... Things where they can take something and turn it upright like a tree, and and that's kind of where the zatik comes from. And we've been talking about it, it holy, 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 and we're going to get to that in a minute. But when we left our hero Bill, he was gonna <laughs> he was gonna share his story along the ideas of today's show. The secret for twenty twenty is goodwill hunting. Only you know, it's actually looking for God's glory in other people and calling it out in them. Um,
2: Seek and you shall find We were talking about answered prayers And I was saying in my mind The way I see it God knows the first day God knows the last day God knows when you pray for something What you're going to do with What it is that he presents you so if you ask for something that you're going to then use to share with other people and enlighten other people and encourage people to spend time in their Bible and to encourage people to accept Christ, that there's no reason to believe that an all-loving and caring God who has plans for you, plans not to harm you, but plans for hope and a future, is not going to see that that need is taken care of. Not always the way we expect it, but that our Father has great things in store for us. If you wouldn't give your child a snake deed or a rock deed when they came to you when they were hungry, how dare you think that your all loving and compassionate father isn't going to provide for you? And one of the things we talked about is you seek what you find. And there's a story in the. Way back in Jewish history about a rabbi, the rabbis would sit at the front gate of a small town or at the center of the small town. And when people came in, part of their job was to decide who got to stay and who had to move on. And if somebody brought in a, a cart full of carpets, he could say, my brother-in-law sells carpets. I want you to go down and talk to him. and He'll get you all set up. Well, one day this family came in and they said, Rabbi, Rabbi, we were burned out of our home and we're looking for a new place to live. What type of people will we find in your town? And the rabbi said, well, tell me about the people you found in your last town. And they said they were the most mean and corrupt and evil backbiting people that you'd ever want to meet. And he says, I'm sorry to tell you that's exactly the type people you're going to find in our town. And the next day the rabbi was at his special spot and a family came from another direction and they said, Rabbi, Rabbi, we need to find a new home. Can you tell us what type of people will we find in your city? He says, well, tell me about the people that you found in your last city. And they said they were the most wonderful and loving and caring and compassionate people that you'd ever want to meet. He says, those are exactly the type people that you're going to find in our city. We find what we look for. We very rarely find what we don't look for. Jesus said, seek and you shall find. In my world, and some of you might contradict me a little bit, we're remembering that the Bible's translated from Arabic to Jewish to um, Greek to Latin to English. I think what he was saying is some of you, Don't think highly enough of yourself to think that God's going to provide for you. You don't believe that God has good things in store for you. So you don't seek, you don't expect, you don't ask for wonderful things to come along in your life. Well, if you're looking for something on a constant basis and you're sure that you're going to get it, you're a whole lot more likely to have it happen. If I'm in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of Cub Scouts and we're freezing to death and we found a barn to stay in and we really need a fire, we can pray for a match, and I have absolutely no doubt that the match that we find is going to be provided by God. But if on the other side somebody's praying for a match so they can set fire to somebody's business because they're mad at them, well, that match, they may find it, but it wasn't forgiven to them or provided to them because of God. We seek what God wants us to seek for if we're in communication and talking to him, then all good gifts come from God, and we can expect great things to come along. And this year I challenge you to remember that if you've got Jesus in your heart, you are chosen and holy and dearly loved. You're not the kid that just popped out that wasn't expected. You're the child that somebody took a great deal of money, went and found an attorney, went before a judge, and had a piece of paper stamped you're chosen and holy and dearly loved and you can expect god to look after your best
3: interests and all good gifts come from him right which was huge one of those is is relationships and so we're looking for and seeking today the secret for 2020 is to try to find that spark in another human being that is in fact the glory of god and obviously fanning that into a flame, whatever that may look like, and what we would love to hear is your story along those lines. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share, 866-34-TRUTH. So, yesterday, I had a dear friend um, whose son had turned 16, And, and this friend is, is part of the Masculine Journey radio show with us and we we do a lot about initiation into manhood like you know, when Jesus came up out of the waters of baptism his father said you know this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased you know this was a huge deal he was validating Jesus's ministry well it's a big deal for us to validate our own children and validate their upcoming ministry just like God did for his son and so it was really really cool He he had a party and had lots of folks from his family, but he also had all these guys that we walk with, you know, in The Masculine Journey. And all these people got a chance to stand up and talk over Eli. And, and it was like the Mutual Admiration Society on steroids, because I'm telling you, this went on for like two hours of people speaking over this young man. And the the, the culmination of that was that he got this sword with his new name in he in Hebrew on it as well as his original name. Interestingly, Eli's actual name at birth was Elijah, and, and so here is this you know really cool event of a mutual admiration society to me. People calling out the glory of God in other people doing this goodwill hunting thing that that Isaac was famous for. So. We would love your story. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. We're running out of time. you got to do it. We'll be right back with more The Secret for 2020.
1: When you look for the bad in mankind expecting to find it, you surely will. Abraham Lincoln.
0: Anyway, he said it started him thinking. And from then on, he was going to look for the good in people. That's when we both started searching for the Bible, for the texts. The texts? Yes. You know, my father called them the glad passages. There are 800 happy texts. Did you know that?
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: Yes, well, there are. And you know, my father said, if God took the trouble to tell us 800 times to be glad and rejoice, he must have wanted us to do it.
3: The secret for 2020 today on the Christian Car Guy Show, which, as we've talked about, it's goodwill hunting, but there's also this concept of holy, holy, holy that we haven't dug into yet. But before we do that, I want to ask one more time, I know you've got a story of goodwill hunting, where you, you knew somebody that was calling out someone's glory, you got to see it, some type of initiation or something like I went to last night with my friend Eli, we would love to hear that story. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four, And here's why. Your story would encourage others in 2020 to be goodwill hunting. <laughs> in other words, wow, a life of relationships where we're looking for the glory of God and there's image bearers and we're trying to call that out in them. And what exactly does that look like? Now, I was really, really studying this concept based on the Isaac passage. And I have a, another friend who... You know, we we ask for God for a word for the year and this kind of thing, and and instead of doing New Year's resolutions, we like to ask God what you know, where do you want to take us this year, what kind of adventure? And the word that that He gave my friend Harold was happening. Now, you know, just being a good friend of mine, he asked me to you know kind of look at that word and 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 see what was inside of that word, and that word happening, like the word holy, starts with that cuff that we talk about that's at the end of the the Zadok that we talked about last week. And so the first letter is sort of the root of the word both holy and happening. But interestingly, it is also the root of the word cry. And so when you look for something that has a whole lot of holies and a lot of cries in it, you can't help but go to Isaiah 6.3, which is where you first find, right? Isaiah 6.3 is where he has lost his king, Uzziah has died, and Isaiah is now finds himself in the temple of God, and his train fills the temple. That alone just blows my mind. And he sees these seraphim, right, and and the seraphim cry, which is starting with that same letter Kuf, and what they cry is holy, 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 is the Lord our God Almighty. His glory fills the earth. Now, from my perspective, Isaiah's bummed, man. He's lost his friend and his his king. And, and the next guy up, Jotham, I'm sure he's assessed the situation that he didn't have what he had in, in Uzziah <laughs> with his next guy because, you know, he, Jotham doesn't make the list, as it turns out. <laughs> but anyway, so Isaiah's he's, he's gotten a little bit down, but interestingly, he finds himself in here. And when those seraphim shout holy— holy, holy, they're throwing all these kufs at him. And so I want to get inside that letter for a minute and talk about what I learned. That when you look at a kuf, it's made up of two other Hebrew letters, and it's further down in the alphabet. And this kuf that's actually at the end of the word Zadok, and it begins the word holy, and it begins the word cry, which I don't know if you've ever thought about how holy crying is. I mean, God collects all your tears and all that stuff because this this is holy stuff that that this is important to God Um, when people get this. So there is this letter. It's called a resh, which is the root of the word rach, which means Holy Spirit. So there's this idea of that, and then there is a Zion, which I'm going to get a lot into that in a minute. But when you just take those two letters by themselves and you spell it out, that word means secret, by the way. A uh, Bill and so it's kind of telling you that this letter, Kuf, has got a secret in it. Pay attention. It seriously. Well I'm paying attention. I'm All not right, so, absolutely following you, but I am paying attention. So the Zion, which is the second letter in the Kuf, is looks like a Vav, which is sort of the light of God coming down. Only a Zion is a, a picture of the light of God being reflected back to him. And actually, it's a feminine, you know, because in Hebrew you've got masculine and feminine, and so it's an interesting thing that this that this light being reflected off of us back up to God is feminine. But when you think about it, if we're the bride of Christ, of course it's feminine. And then as this light reflects back up off of us, it forms a crown. And so when you look at that letter, it's a straight line, and then it has a crown on it, and and, and that crown would be like joy, and like you, you've met somebody who come to, who came to Christ, and all of a sudden oh, my goodness, you saw all this glory coming out of them, and, and they begin to wear a, a, a crown of all sorts of different, you know, you think of all the little points on their crown and, and all the different things that they've done. Well, this is what the Zion is. And so when you picture this Rache, this Holy Spirit, over the top of this crown, the the thing of it is is saying that Isaiah there is all kinds of glory that fills the earth. And it's inside of every one of those image bearers that you think are the people with unclean lips. Because in, in a few minutes, they're going to say, <laughs> you know, he's going to say, oh, 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 I'm a man of unclean lips. And I live amongst a people of unclean lips. Well, yes, we all are. Okay. And, and so, you know, in the car business, we called them schmucks. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a schmuck and I'm living amongst the schmucks. But what what these angels, what these seraphim were telling him was, look, the earth is filled with his glory. Well, how is the earth filled with his glory? It's filled in all these image bearers, all these different people that you know, and each one of those has a potential Zion inside of them. They each have, you know, if 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 you could take off the hard heart and all those things, and Jesus could touch them and the Holy Spirit, etc., then all of a sudden you have all this potential. Now, what happened in Isaiah's story is, you know, that they did take and touch his lips from the altar with the coal, and the next thing you know, this guy who himself had unclean lips, or we'll call him a schmuck, (laughs) was, was now, like, given the ability to speak God's glory in such a way that nobody ever did since. I mean... What an ability he had to bring the light. What a crown Isaiah had as a result of seeing the potential light that was in there. And you might say, well, he didn't really reach that many people. Well, he's still reaching people to this day, I can assure you. He's reached I don't know how many people by his writings, but even at the time, if you think about it, they were ancestors of Joseph and Mary and, and Zechariah and all those people that needed to keep hope. They needed to keep, you know, they needed to to be part of that remnant that God would bring, you know, to to faith in Jesus Christ. And so, you know, I think it's it's really for me, like when I look at that scripture in Hebrew of Isaiah 6-3 and see the kufs that are involved in that, and I could go into all the different letters in the word holy, but for this time, I'm just going to spend on the one and, and, and think of the potential glory, the potential of God's image in all these people is absolutely fabulous. So I have clay is in Raleigh. He's got a story for us. We're going to go to clay. You're on the Christian cars guy show. Good morning. Happy new year, clay.
4: Well, Merry Christmas and happy new year to you, <laughs> brother Robbie and Mr. Bill. Uh, I just want to give thanks to, you know, uh, the first you know we're into the fourth day of a new year and uh you know the first saturday of a new month of a new year and um you know it's interesting because um you're, you're talking about the movie goodwill hunting well you know um hunting is also an uh, uh, a word you, people use for like seeking and right. also exploring and what kind of adventure that you're going on well um the wonderful thing for me is that you know last year was not a really really uh, nice year for me last year because of all the stuff that went on and especially regarding family um except for one family member but uh you know this year is uh started off on a, on a decent footing uh foundation because I was able to um meet and talk to a a a couple of wonderful brothers in the Lord and, um, you know, I'm I'm just uh, trying to refocus on what the the Lord's plan for me is going to be because, you know, uh, I I, I look at it and I think about it, you know, and (laughs) it's interesting, you know, I'm not trying to reflect on anything, but, you know, I know that I, I truly believe in my heart that the Lord has a plan for each of us, we don't completely know what that plan is. Some of us do, but some of us don't. And, you know, I, I've stepped out into a new way of doing things for the new year, and I'm going to see how that works. Um, and He's I'm going to good. Believe well. that's I hate to up.
3: cut you short, Clay. we got to go to a break, but I'm glad okay. you're thinking goodwill hunting. We'll get back to you. Stay on through the break. We'll get back with Clay. We need your story. 866-348-7884. So much more. Car Guy Show coming up. Stay tuned. The secret for 2020, and as we hear that holy, holy, holy. I, uh, maybe I can pull this together for you from the Isaiah passage and the Genesis passage. That in Genesis, remember, I was saying that Isaac had hunting in his mouth. In other words, a taste for people that were hunting. And and, and later on, of course. Isaiah cries out, I'm a man, after the holy, holy experience, he cries out, I'm a man of unclean lips, according to the way you've heard it translated probably most of your life. And I live amongst the people of unclean lips. But if you look at the word in Hebrew, it could be translated, I'm a man of unclean mouth. And so if if you think about it, you have a taste for the holy or you have a taste for the unholy. In other words, a lot of people in your life, when you I have friends that it seems like they could find trouble no matter, you know, if, if whatever it may be. They see it in a crowd or they see good in a crowd because they've developed a taste, like I wish I could develop a taste for something other than sugar. And so from the Jews' standpoint, when they think of nefesh and soul, it has a lot to do with the throat and the mouth and the taste. And, and so I think this is more than just lips here. This is Robbie's personal interpretation saying, oh, my goodness, if I'm goodwill hunting, I'm really hunting for holiness, which has all sorts of potential of God's light and all sorts of potential of God's glory filling the earth, which is what the seraphim were saying to Isaiah. And so what we do know for certain is that after his situation where they touched his mouth with the coal from the altar, his taste changed. And his ability to speak clearly, um, prophecy was, you know, enhanced to the point that he began to talk about the coming light that would clearly make a way for us to have an amazing 2020. I mean, this is this is where it's going to come down. This is this is where it's going to be the deal. This is going to be the real goodwill hunting. But we left our hero Clay, and and he was goodwill hunting. And so Clay, you're going to be. Oh, we lost Clay. No, Clay, okay. are you still with us?
4: Yes, sir, I'm still there. Hey, you know, Brother Robbie, I, you didn't lose me because you can find me. Um, you know, they, you know, the there's a saying about that in the Bible. You know, I what, need to goodwill hunt that, for Clay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, hey, you remember when you were last here and the message that you preached on? Because I'm, 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 I'm just like, you know, in in the commercials, uh, Reverend. Billy Graham was talking about the r- running the race, right? and there was some stuff that he says, you know, the Lord has a race for each of us to run. And I, 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 I don't doubt that at all. But, you know, when last time that you were here, and I got to hear you preach a wonderful message, you know, th- talking about hunting, because, you know, when you're hunting, you're thirsting or you're hungering for something. And you remember that message that you preach, you talk about hungering and thirsting. Right. And see, I'm going back on that. And, you know, what is it that people are hungering for? What is it that you're thirsting for? And that goes into the thing of, you know, exploring and, you know, seeking. What is it that you're truly seeking? Um, And, you know, what is it bringing that hunger inside of you or that thirsting that, you know, can quench your thirst? And, you know, I remember hearing Pastor Charles Stanley preach a message on, you know, are you focusing on God the Father or are you not focusing on God? When you lose your focus, it it, it completely takes you away from what you're hungering or hunting for. So, um, you know, it's just been an interesting journey for me um, because I, there was somebody that I you, spent time with. And, you know, they were uh, saying that I was a mischievous person. But I asked them, I said, did you ever take the time to look the word up? And they said, no. I said, well, you might want to do that because I overcame that. And Pastor David Jeremiah has always had something for each of us. It's overcomer. We're No matter what we're going through, we're going to overcome it. If, you you know, you go into the book of James, it says, consider it pure joy that when you face trials of many kinds, and we, we will get through that trial. I mean, and, you know, brother, I could go on and on and on, and I don't, you know, take up any, you know, all the rest of the time. But, you know, from what I've been through, <clears throat> with each thing that has happened with me, people have told me and they said, "Clay, I don't know how you could do it," but the Lord has a plan for what He is putting us through, and we will overcome it. We will see right. the, oh, the prize at yeah. the end of the hunting trip.
3: So, goodwill hunting today, Clay. We're going to do that,
4: buddy. I appreciate yes, you
3: calling. God bless. I'm so glad I got to talk well, to you God this bless year. You, brother. I haven't talked to you all de- I, dec- decade.
4: I, well, that's <laughs> okay, man. I'm I'm looking forward to what this year is going to bring, and I'm looking forward to the next time that you and I can get together because there's so much to share.
3: I agree. God bless. Thanks, Clay.
4: Well, God bless you, brother. Happy New Year to you and Mr. Bill, and we will talk to you all later.
3: All right. Awesome. All right. We got a couple more minutes. If you got something for us, we'd love to hear it, 866 348 seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth but you're talking about hunting bill you want to share
2: yeah part of this is we've got to look at at ourselves and we've got to see the light of god in ourselves we've got to accept that god loves us while we're looking for that in others uh i right after christmas i had the great pleasure to go up to grayson highlands a hundred mile drive past very few cars and then up a seven mile road to the wilderness with the appalachian trail And the next day, I get back and I'm at the YMCA and my car won't start. And I'm thinking, Lord, 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 praise you, Father. If this car had not started the day before when I was seven miles up a fire road. And I was thinking that, you know, a lot of times when we pray, God knows what we're going to do with that prayer. And if we take what God gives us and we use that to, to further his kingdom and encourage other people, that we get answered prayers. And I'm thinking if I do a really good job of sharing with people that I could praise that $200 car repair because it came the day after where it could have caused all kinds of problems, that that helps empower the fact that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I
3: think, you know, the thing I think about is that it is beautiful, Bill, that You know, part of goodwill hunting is hunting that relationship, Mm -hmm. which only comes through prayer. I mean, it comes through reading the Bible and all those things, but in a way, that's prayer itself. You're relating to God through prayer. Talking
2: to him. You've got to talk to him and listen.
3: And and by the way, when you find goodwill out there, you're going to have to try to figure out how to share Christ with him. And that, again, is going to take prayer. It's going to take supernatural wisdom from the true Zadik and how you can— bring righteousness into these situations, and it only comes through hunting for that relationship with Christ. But speaking of hunting, I got one other thing I got to get in is in the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. We have been hunting for a car for a family in Lexington um that the husband had a liver, was waiting on a liver transplant, a seriously ill daughter, all that stuff. I have to tell you, God came through, man. After the show last week, I got a text and then an email and the Lord just provided. I mean, we were hunting for it. And like you said, Bill, we were praying for it and lots of you prayed for it. So I wanna just share with you the unbelievable news. Like, oh man, I got to call them on Monday and say, great news, You know, there is somebody in Lexington, Kentucky, the Lord has touched them to provide a car. And what a miracle. It just is, but it just speaks to what you said, Bill that you know if we ask and 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 God's definitely got that great present for us you know when we need it especially when we ask for others when we go goodwill hunting so i'm so excited to be with you in 2020 right and, and we're going to have a great year together here on the Christian Car Guy show um, you can go to christiancarguy.com, see more on Zaddix and cuffs and all these letters and things that I talk about. It's all there at christiancarguy.com as well as podcasts from previous episodes. If you want to hear that one on Superman and all that stuff from last week, we would love for you to do that. So remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. Wow. And be goodwill hunting here in 2020. It's the secret.